today on the Chat and Chew Show. And I said hi, and you didn't say anything to me. And you're like, I didn't even see you. <laughs> and now we're having a meeting. And now we're having a meeting. A whole meeting. <laughs> we're having a whole meeting because I didn't even see you, right? So a misunderstanding. They are thinking that I walk right by you and you didn't say anything mm-hmm. to me. How dare you? Buddy. I know. <laughs> like, I didn't even see you. Sorry. Right. Sorry, right? Hey everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're making sauteed spinach with cranberries and walnuts. All right, well, hello everybody, and welcome to the Chat and Chew Show. We are so excited that you are with us today. My name is Betty. And I'm Roxanne. And Roxanne, and hopefully you are having a fantastic day. As you know, Chat and Chew was designed to empower you to do relationships better. And uh, we've been doing this for a little bit of time now. I know. And we're trying to get our groove on. So. <laughs> Not like that, but <laughs> I was like, are we? <laughs> I didn't know that was happening on this show. I know. Well, okay, yeah. So we're gonna add chat to a groove. That's what we're gonna be doing. We're gonna get our groove on. So today's uh, show is gonna be really, really exciting. Yeah. We got a special guest with us that you'll get a chance to meet here in a few moments. Um, but I think it's gonna be really, really empowering. I say this all the time. Everybody is in a relationship. You could be a so coworker, <laughs> an employee, a sister, an auntie, a, 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 I was gonna say uncle. You, you can, can be, be an uncle. You could be an uncle. <laughs> yes, you could be an uncle. Aunties and uncles. <laughs> aunties and uncles. And oftentimes, navigating through those relationships can be challenging. So mm-hmm. that's why we wanted to create this podcast to give you tips and tools that you can do to make your relationships better. So as you guys know, Mm-hmm. I'm married. Now it is 31 years that I've been married. I know. No, crazy, crazy. And I have had my ups and downs. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Roxy, tell us your story. I have been not married 31 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, been, I was married for five years and actually that ended in divorce. So mm. I've been divorced now for um, now three years. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. I... Um, you know, I'm out there in these streets. <laughs> Dating streets. These mean streets. <laughs> Trying to get it together. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about one thing that really can affect and ruin relationships. And so you guys want to hang with us. Uh, after the break, we're going to talk about some things that you can do to make your relationships better. Mm-hmm. All right, well, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging with us here at the Chat and Chew Show. Mm -hmm. As we were saying right before the break that relationships can be very difficult to navigate, and there's one thing that could ruin relationships. What is that one thing, buddy? And I don't know if you've experienced this before, but it is misunderstandings. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Misunderstandings. It can totally wreck a relationship. It can. I I know I've been, Mm -hmm. you, misunderstandings, what we mean by that is that you are thinking about it one way, and then the person is thinking about it. Yeah. You heard what I said, thinking about it, and nobody ever really talks about it. No, because that's the final resort, like, Talking about it is something you do after you go through all these fake scenarios in your head. Right, right. <laughs> and then you go, I'm going to talk to them about it. Right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> and you know what? This happens a whole lot. This happens 
um, like this happens at church a whole lot, right? <laughs> You'll be in the hallway and maybe you go to a big mega church and there's tons of folks. And then one of the senior leadership, like the pastor's wife, <laughs> not saying that that has happened to me, but, uh, very specific. Out, I know. <laughs> the pastor. And uh-huh. a person will be like, I saw you. No, they, first of all, they want to have a meeting with you. Uh Oh, I, I need to have a meeting with you. <laughs> Can we talk? I saw you in the hallway and I said, hi, you didn't say anything to me. And you're like, I didn't even see you. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're having a meeting. And now we're having a meeting. A whole meeting. (laughs) We're having a whole meeting because I didn't even see you, right? So misunderstanding, they are thinking that I walk right by you and you didn't say anything Mm -hmm. to me. How dare you? I know. (laughs) It's like, I didn't even see you. Sorry. Sorry, right? Uh, that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, or I don't know if you had this happen before. You call or text someone, mm-hmm. and you know right now it's like you must text and call back within a minute, right? <laughs> oh gosh. So I'm you don't text. <laughs> you don't text them back. They're like thinking like, oh, they don't. Oh, they think they. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, well, I've also done this, but like the person doesn't text back, especially if you're texting about something like, yeah, I'm sorry about that such and such. And they don't text back right away. So you just keep texting things because <laughs> you feel like either they feel mad or you're just like, until they respond, I'm just going to keep texting stuff because you know what I was thinking was this. And then I thought, and right. then. Right, right, right. Because right. what I was saying was. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> so another big old misunderstanding. And we're, we're making light of this, but there can be some huge things that can happen too with misunderstandings. Here, this is another one I found that misunderstandings can occur because you have poor listening skills. Somebody, uh, yes. yes. Somebody <laughs> is trying to tell you something, right? And they're uh-huh. like, I don't want to go. And you're hearing, well, I can convince you to go. <laughs> They're like, I said I don't want to go. Yet. (laughs) Yet. You don't want to go yet. So poor listening skills. So now we in, I'm feeling some kind of way because you said you don't want to go. But I said, I'm thinking you don't want to go yet. So now we got this big misunderstanding, right? Or the opposite. You don't have the ability to communicate what you really want Mm, and need. Yeah. And so you're trying to tell the person I don't or I want or whatever and they can't really hear you properly yeah and so relationships can be wrecked and wrecked and wrecked by that uh, yes <laughs> I got tons and tons of mm-hmm. tons of experience with with this so we have a special guest with us today uh, miss uh, you want to introduce your friend oh sure this is my friend Linda and um, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello, hello, hello. Linda's joining us via satellite, you guys. <laughs> Roxette, <laughs> she always says via satellite. And we're like, okay, what does that mean? That is like so major via satellite. I know. Like I'm in California and you're like in Africa. Right, right. <laughs> when I was growing up, they always said that on shows. Yeah, no, I was like, like I want to do that. Satellite. Via right, satellite. right. Cool, cool. Um, so we are so so excited to have you with us uh, here on our Chat and Chew podcast. Yeah, and Linda is a fellow podcaster. I know, fellow podcaster. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and what your uh, topic is and all, and all of that. Okay, well, my podcast is called Divorcee Podcast, and that's, we uh, kind of changed the spelling of Divorcee sort of as a take. It's spelled D-I-V-O-R-S-A-Y, like it. because it's like a, it's sort of a take on the word, a twist. 
and it was the brainchild of my daughter mm-hmm. because she had sort of watched my relationship evolve into a full-blown divorce okay. and so okay. she thought that it would be a great idea for me to come up with that and that people would be interested because my mm-hmm. initial thought was nobody wants to hear about divorces mm-hmm. but it actually turned out to really be a great platform uh, for people they wanted to come and share yeah. their journeys from their courtship through their divorces and everybody has a story. So it's really been enlightening. And I've also sort of built a little bit of a community as a result of it because some of the people, thank you, Roxanne, have continued to refer people and continue to refer people. And so now we have like a little community of divorcee uh, guests who kind of become friends. Okay. Oh, man. So how long have you been going? How the podcast been going? Uh, exactly a year. I think wow. it was in November. Okay. In November. So are, are you doing the podcast by yourself? Do you have a host? How, w- tell us what to expect when we uh, click into your podcast. Um, I'm generally by myself. We do it via satellite. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't see each other. We, okay. we talk via satellite. Okay. okay so, so who is we? So who is we? The person who I interview is usually one person. Okay. And I have different, as a matter of fact, I don't only always talk about divorce. I also explore other topics. Okay. As a matter of fact, one of the topics that's coming up, I uh, interviewed a psychologist. Nice. I'm going to talk about um, a topic that's familiar to a lot of us, um, okay. narcissistic mm. personality disorder. Okay. And wow. There's so much to that. And that mm. is actually an aspect of a lot of marriages that have failed. Okay. Wow. So that's a topic I think that um, people will be interested in. So in addition to talking to women about their journeys um, from their courtship through the divorce, I also like to do topics that might be of interest to people. Yeah, that is exciting. So my understanding is that you, of course, you're divorced, you said, and then you have children. So tell us about your children or your child. I have a daughter. A daughter. And she is now... um, a full grown adult. She's okay. Old. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just been a blessing to me. Again, she was the one who get, was the brainchild uh, in terms of the Divorce Aid podcast. And okay. so, um, anyway, um, mm-hmm. you know, did you bring up a good topic uh, about miscommunication because yeah. somewhere along the line we had a miscommunication. Yeah, yeah. So let's find out about, because um, this is unusual. You know, you go through something in life and then someone says, you know what? You should start a podcast. <laughs> it's not, you know, so it's, I'm, I'm finding it interesting that your daughter would think, Ma, you have a lot to say. Why not start a podcast? That's part of that is she had one of her own. Okay. Okay. And she's very involved with um, single moms. Nice. And she had started a podcast and she had gotten sort of in that podcast community. Okay. That because she was on the sidelines and she watched what I went through, she felt that I had something to share. Yeah, that okay. people want to hear my story and they might be encouraged to know that they're not the only one that's going through things that, yeah. you know, other people are going through kind of the same things yeah. and mm-hmm. actually yeah, wow. identify with it. So basically so, that was the idea. Would you say that the podcast then has been cathartic, like being able to talk it through? Because a lot of times when people go through life altering things they can kind of bottle it up and and you know just kind of like you know uh, back out from the world and that would you find that being able to talk about it has kind of helped with the healing and that too for me it has and I believe for my guests as well because sometimes I don't have a guest 
I, 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 I'll go on myself and talk about my story. Okay. Because my story, I, I still find myself, I've been divorced for four years. Look, okay. I'm not going to you like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been divorced for four years. Right. You do know. And um, I still find that I am, my life is still somewhat impacted by right. what I went through. Yeah. But it does help when I talk to other people. Yeah. Because yeah. I still do have, you know, that it, it's a life-altering experience. Yeah, I mean, it's it like any other loss. Like, I, I did an episode recently on the five stages of loss. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. so it's like a loss yeah. like any other. Yeah. So you go through steps. And so I'm still working through some of yeah. mine. But it does help to just talk about it. Oh, good. Now, a delicious word. Let's choose. Hey everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're making sauteed spinach with cranberries and walnuts. Now I sought after this recipe because uh, I typically like the spinach, cranberry, and walnut salads in the summer. And so I was wondering if there's a way to make a warm salad that way. And so, of course, I was able to find something and add my own little tweak to it as well. Um, so we're going to get started by pulling out our... Uh, ingredients and we're of course using spinach i'm using raw uh, baby spinach and then cranberries and these are dried cranberries and uh, some chopped walnuts and so uh, and also what we're going to need is some olive oil as well so i'm going to start by uh, heating my pan uh, to medium and i'm going to pour in the olive oil uh, just on the bottom of the pan and once that olive oil is a little hot i'm going to put in my cranberries and my walnuts and I'm gonna let those cook for about, I did mine for about two to three minutes because I like them a little brown. Um, and so we want you to get them sizzling basically because they may not, uh, if your pan's not hot, you may give them a little time to sizzle and cook for about two minutes or so. And then once you have those cooked, then you can throw in your spinach and you're just gonna saute the spinach right on top of the cranberries and walnuts, stirring them in. And we're also gonna add a little bit of veg- vegetable broth um, you can also add water if you don't want to use a broth. And what this does is just, um, it allows your spinach to not like dry out because that bottom may, have, your um, cranberries and everything may have sopped up some of that oil. And so you can go ahead and saute your spinach. And what I would like, what I like to do with my spinach is instead of leaving the heat on the entire time that I'm cooking the spinach to until it's cooked, I actually turn it off uh, once about like it's halfway wilted just so I'm not overcooking the spinach. So once I see some of the leaves kind of turn and get a little wet, then I turn off the pan because it's already hot enough and I just let, I keep stirring. And the rest of that spinach will wilt. And then also you're throwing in here at this time your salt and your pepper to taste. And just remember with your salt that your spinach is gonna shrink down um, immensely. So you you wanna kinda use the salt sparingly so it's not too salty as well. And then once my dish is done, I put it on my plate and what I'm adding is my little special touch is some fresh rosemary. And I started off by using this as a garnish uh, just to uh, go around the dish, but actually eating it with the spinach, it's a great, great flavor on top. It just gives it a kick on top of the flavors that you already have going. You have that sweet, you have a nutty flavor going on, and then that rosemary just adds a kick on the top. And so it's nice to eat along with that dish. So give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, until next time. things I can say just as your friend too is I feel like it's also empowering like not just do you heal but there's like some empowerment that you have by just like 
taking a bull by the horns and being able to talk about this with not not only your own story but with other people mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of cool that you're leading that network yeah. yeah that is huge that is huge so you you <coughs> have a daughter and i'm guessing your daughter has been a guest on your podcast <laughs> she it hasn't yet she's That's coming it. up to we, we've been talking about it okay we've been talking about it but i was on hers ah okay yeah. My and, and the discussion on hers is, is exactly kind of what we're talking about was a miscommunication. Okay. If you will, I think that's probably the best way I can describe it. She had um, experienced some things when I was married because I've had a very difficult marriage. Okay. Being married to a narcissist. Okay. And, um, she had experienced some things because when I we started dating and through the marriage, she was young. When I first met him, she was around seven. Mm-hmm. And by the time this was over, she was 20 something. But oh, wow. okay. um, she had, during the time that I was going through that whole dysfunctional thing, I'm not from this area. I'm from out of state. Okay. And so it had gotten so bad at home, like with, with the abusive talk to me. And then as she got older, it was abusive to her that I allowed her to go back to where we're from, to so, our home. So if you don't mind, be a little bit more specific. So you said the abusive talk. So your ex-husband, he was verbally abusive to you, yeah, but not to your daughter. To me, in the beginning. Like, this is something I learned from her recently. Like, we've been going through some counseling and I've learned some things. And she said, she just talked about how he started with me, She how she... Uh, experienced it and observed it from age eight. I see. She said when she got to be about 12 or 13, then it was directed at her. Okay. I mean, okay. He, he was, it was bad. It was just yeah. not even just talk. It was also behaviors. I see. Like things like when I would come, like she would come home from school. She actually would call me at work sometime and say, mommy, are you, are you and, you know, you and your husband having are you beefing? She used to say that. Are you mm-hmm. beefing? I would be like, uh, why are you asking me that? She'd say, because when I came in, he didn't speak to me. Well, she's in the eighth grade. Yeah. He didn't speak to her. It was things okay. like that and just mean. And okay. Cool. So you said you and your daughter ended up having like some kind of misunderstanding because she's a woman now. So yes. do you mind telling us a little bit about what the misunderstanding was around then? Okay, so I hear all these years, you know, we're, we're very close and she has always been very respectful and of me, always. Mm-hmm. But as um, she got a little older, sometimes I noticed that, not that she was disrespectful, she wasn't as warm, I guess that's okay. the way I can put it. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't, and, and, and occasionally she would snap or something at me, and this is in the last year or so, oh. and or snap at me or something, and I would say, I don't understand why you're talking to me like that. And then she would just one time when I said it, she'd be like, well, we just need to go to counseling. I'm thinking, well, we need to go to counseling. I don't think we need to go to counseling. Well, we don't need to go because I actually told her I'm not going to counseling. I don't see why we need to go. Okay. But it happened a few times or then times I would call her and she just didn't bother to call. I mean, I see her. We're pretty, we live nearby and I have a little grandbaby and we, so we do see each other. But then she, that counseling thing came up. Hmm. And I didn't know what she, why she wanted it. But then I, I didn't realize it at the time. Like I said, let me go back for a moment. I was on her show. Okay. She wanted to know why. She didn't understand why I sent her back to our home state to be with her father during the marriage. Okay. Okay. So, so she didn't understand. So you and your ex, 
when you guys were in the heat of everything that was going on, the abusive relationship, you decided to, how old was your daughter? She probably was in eighth or ninth grade, maybe ninth so, grade. I decided to let her go so, back so what you when you say let her go home, you just you decided I'm gonna call my family back home. I'm gonna yes. pack my daughter up. Did you tell your daughter at all that you were gonna do this, or did she? I sent her. I didn't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think for a child at that age, that's still a very volatile age. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, she talks to me now about how she needed me as her mother with her. Didn't really understand, like probably she didn't understand why am I going home and mommy's not going. So how were you able to explain to your eighth grader that I'm staying and you're leaving? Okay, so I, I, I told her, you know, I kept I asked her, did you just do you want to go home just to get out of the environment? And she was okay. like, yes. But see, now that she's an adult, now. I'm having to explain it. Okay, right, I get right. it. Okay, okay. Now I'm having to explain it because I'm seeing some things. She asked me on her podcast that she said, and I said to her, I sent you home to get you in a safe environment. Okay. Mm, and wow. she said to me, oh, really? I I really didn't know. She, okay. I don't think she really knew at the time yeah. why I sent her home. Yeah, wow, okay. So it's just so, a confusion. Oh, yeah, so like we're... <laughs> I was going to say, like we're saying, you know, relationships can be ruined. But this is interesting because in her mind, she had perceived the whole experience one way. And then you as the mom, you saw the experience a whole different way. And so and now you guys are coming together. I find this so interesting. She invited you on her podcast just to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think she was angry. Yeah. Because she, like you said, a misunderstanding. I sent her home for protection. Right. I think she could have very well thought she just want to be there with him and doesn't want me there. Yeah, you see what for I'm sure. Saying? Oh yeah, that for sure. Been yeah. Her thinking, yeah. and that may have been her thinking. Yeah. I don't think I've heard her clearly say that. Okay. But I think that's what she could have possibly okay. been thinking oh, that I just sure. want to be with him. And I think, in retrospect, I probably should have. Even if I was going to stay here, taking my baby, and we should have gotten an apartment. Okay. Yeah. But there was so much going on at the time. My my thinking wasn't clear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I can definitely see that. Yeah. So during the conversation on the podcast, were you the one? I mean, obviously, she asked you, did she say it like this, Mommy, why you leave me? How did she say it? No. She. But before we actually started to record, she asked me, why I had done it and I told her why she said oh well I didn't know that Mm. so on the podcast she just basically asked some of the questions that we're actually going through because we're talking now to professional okay just asked me some of the more or less not even about me but a lot about how her being out there sort of alone because I think she felt like that impacted her I sent her to her father okay but I think that she felt that she needed my guidance. Mm-hmm. And so we mostly talked about okay. the absence of that guidance. Yeah. Her. Also, she talked about, and she's still talking about how looking, how seeing my extremely dysfunctional marriage has yeah. affected her and her relationship. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to know 
now that you guys are working through everything, um, do you feel like you yourself had to give up something? And, and what I mean by that is like you had to like give up your pride, like humble yourself to hear your daughter, uh, or were you just like, girl, I sent you because didn't you know I was? I mean, were you? Did you feel like? Do you feel like I gotta go there with it, or did you? That's like, what I was saying to you when she first asked me about going to counseling. I'm like, son, I'm not going to counseling. And so finally, I told her because I thought I was being very fresh and smart. I said, well, you pay for it then, and she did. Oh, <laughs> she showed you. Yeah, she showed me because I said, well, I'm not paying for it, and that was because I have spent so much money over the years, and I and I was actually feeling like I don't think this counseling thing is necessary. Mm. I was thinking that. Mm. I mean, I have to realize my daughter is an adult, so she know what she knows what she needs, right, and I right. I don't think that I realized that she really was working through some major issues, and I'm only recognizing it now, mm -hmm. like in these last couple months, that she has really truly been dealing with issues yeah. because of that whole thing. Yeah. Not only seeing the abuse that was that I had to deal with, seeing the abuse that she did, dealing with her abuse, then with me sending her away from yeah. me. Yeah, and lot. she didn't yeah. have any structure. I think she's one of the things she said was, I really needed you as my mom there with me at that volatile time as a teenager. Okay. I needed you there with yeah. me. Yeah. And she said she didn't have the structure she needed. Yeah. Then she went right from that unstructured environment into a college unstructured environment. Right, right. Where yeah. you think you, you're grown and you know everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just been, right. it, it's been eye-opening for us to have the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah. So, so what I'm, what I'm he hearing you say to me, and I think for our listeners who are especially dealing with a relationship that's really close to them and they're dealing with this misunderstanding or, or they know something's wrong. Maybe they don't know some misunderstanding is that one, you probably need to like humble yourself <laughs> and just, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> and not be all like, and not be all like, you know, cause the reason I, eh, right. I, I was all telling my girlfriends, I am not going to counseling. And then, um, so she appreciated because when I went, she told, she thanked me for t going. Okay, wow. nice. Going and nice. listening. So now she that you guys are, uh, I'm, I'm going to use the word reconciled, because <laughs> in your mind you wasn't up. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah, that you're reconciled. What would you say to people who are probably challenged right now in that type of, you know, misunderstandings or relationships that are difficult? What is the one thing you could say to them that would, would help them maybe start thinking about doing something about repairing uh, relationships? First of all, do listen. Do listen. I mean, I think because you're, a per, a, you're the, the parent of the child, you know we think we know everything, Betty. Right. right. We, we think we know everything, but one thing we don't know is how they feel That's on the it. inside. Don't make an assumption That's good. or don't not, you know, ignore them or not listen because you think you're the adult, you're the mother, yeah. and that you know everything. Right, right. You don't. I realized I just didn't know my child was hurting. I did not know. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? So I yeah. say to anybody, like, the first time your child tells you that they're hurting or maybe they need... So let's go to counseling together. Let's talk about this. Let's sit down and talk about it. Sit down and talk about mm -hmm. it. Because I feel like I'm in a totally different place with her now. And I okay. think she does too. Because I can see some changes. Wow, that's good. You know, mm -hmm. some softening. Some, you know, mm -hmm. 
you know, picking up, the, re- returning that phone call. You talking about those taxes? <laughs> so I text her. So she, what is it? What happened? I text her, and she just never answered one day for like hours. And I said to her, "Well, when you finally decide to text to be back, and so, but so one thing the counselor did tell her: <laughs> if you're busy." Just say, Mom, I can't. Touch you. It's to the point I think she was thinking, whatever, because I'm sick of her anyway. I'll just talk when I get away from <laughs> so You do want that return. We know that instant gratification. We want that phone call right, right back. Yeah. But the most important thing is to listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think another thing, too, and you can speak to this, is that you should own the responsibility or what you contributed to it. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of times we can kind of look at other people and think, you know, you did, you did this, but what part did I play in that too? So owning the responsibility of it, you know? I had to, um, well, that, that just that uh, I made a lot of mistakes. You know yeah. what I mean? I yeah. thought I was doing, I thought I was doing, and we, even with her going home to my family and to her father, I thought that was, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good right. thing. Yeah. I did. I so now I, I I am able to say it was not. Yeah, it was a mistake yeah, that I made along with yeah. others yeah. at that time because so much was going on. But I thought I was doing the best thing for her at that time, and it was the best that I could do. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, based on what I was going through in my head, yeah. it was the best that I could do. And I thought it was the safest thing. Yeah, yeah. Like there was nothing physical, but I just didn't want my daughter to be so messed up in her head right. because she experienced such a right, right. living in an awful relationship. Right. Wow. Well, I would say this is huge of you because I think people who uh, would listen to this podcast, who again, who are going through it, I think what you share can be life changing for them. Um, yeah. you know, that they, uh, Maybe we'll give them courage to be able to say, I want to repair this relationship. And so we want to thank you so much mm-hmm. uh, for being able to share your story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Roxanne, I don't know. I'm going to hogged up the whole conversation. But is there anything you, you want to really add? Good question. <laughs> I just want you to know. Um, anything you want to ask? No, I, well, I can just say, I just want to commend your ability to, like, go through this process and, like, listen like to be able to say, okay, that was wrong, but then also like give yourself some leeway too. Cause I think sometimes people have a hard time facing mm-hmm. what may have gone wrong in the past because they also aren't ready to forgive themselves. Mm, so they good. hold like everybody hostage. That's good. And we, and we can't talk about it at all because I'm not ready to forgive myself. Cause mm, I, you right. know, I don't want to face right. that. That's so good. I want to commend you for that. But um, I, I, I just, it was interesting that you said that because that's what the counselor, the counselor said to me. She mm. said, you know, start, you have to start you as the mother forgiving wow. yourself. No, she good. said that because I, I know that there was a time when my daughter was saying, you know, I was giving her a whole lot of financial, uh, you know, support, but she didn't feel that I was, and I think it was during that time, she felt that I was just giving financial support because I was here and she was there okay. and she didn't feel like she was getting that nurturing yeah. that she needed. And so there was a, a whole thing about me overcompensating, mm. overcompensating financially. Yeah. 
not doing it knowingly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this has been just such a good show. Thank you I again, know. like we said earlier, for you know all the wisdom and advice and your vulnerability to be able to share with our listeners. So yeah. um, I think that is the end of our show. So please tell everybody where they can find you, your podcast, and all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, my podcast, Divorcee Podcast, again, it's D-I-B-O-R-S-A-Y Podcast. And if you go to SoundCloud.com, just type that in, DrDivorceePodcast.com, okay. and my episodes will just pop right up. Okay, fantastic. Well, you guys, thank you so much for hanging with us. And again, the intention of this show is to empower you to do relationships. This show was brought to you by the Chat and Chew Company. Music by Elwood Jones. Lyrics by Roxanne. Bring a Chat and Chew live event to your organization. Contact us at chatandchewshow at gmail.com.